You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz, we live. We live. It's Locked On Hornets. This episode is brought to you by 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. You can, uh, using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful diamond ring launching exclusively on January 18th at BlueNile.com. This exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings launches on January 18th and you can preview it exclusively exclusively at Blue Nile uh, at BlueNile.com. We're part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Hornets, at Walker Mail, and at Nada the Scribe. It's here, Nada. Charlotte Hornets are playing a regular season game for the first time since early March when the pandemic hit and we saw the Hornets come back from an impressive uh, come back for an impressive victory after the deficit they fell to against Mm -hmm. the Miami heat. And then eventually the Miami heat would go to the bubble run bleep, get to the NBA finals where eventually they would lose to the Los Angeles Lakers. But that Miami heat team that ran through the Eastern conference, they lost to the Charlotte Hornets their last game of the regular season, and the Hornets got to get their last victory. Here we are with two new faces, LaMelo Ball, Gordon Hayward, that we are all going to be paying attention to in a very big way tonight. Are you excited to finally see the Hornets Man, look, back? The last action? time the Hornets played, I wasn't even a full-time member of this podcast. That's how long ago it was. <laughs> like, I well, you you were you. It was yeah, the sandwich exactly. years, right? Like you were once upon a time, and then you weren't a full member anymore, yeah, and exactly. now you're back. I'm back now, and this is this is how long it was ago. And mind you, you're welcome, Miami, for the Hornets giving you that magic to get to the bubbles final. You're welcome for that magic. The Hornets gave you that magic that night. They gave you the juice. So you know what? You're welcome. Enjoy it. But here, the Hornets are here to take it back. And I'm not even going to get f- super full fan homer today. You know why? I can't do that today. So I, I, I'm about to be on vacation. You about to be on vacation, Walker. We got to keep this like even keel. But at the same time, I am so excited that we are here. Yeah, I am too. I am extremely excited to talk about it because I, I, I think that there are a lot of intriguing storylines with this team. And you look at each player, if you were to do a player by player breakdown, there are a lot of positives to talk about with each individual player from what we saw in the preseason, what we saw last year. You're just talking about a lot of positive trajectories. And a lot of that is because the Charlotte Hornets are in the bottom five when it comes to how old the players are on the team. If you're, you're doing top five, you're just talking about just general youth on a roster. Cody Zeller is older now. Gordon Hayward is older now. Bismack Biombo, And after that, you got a bunch of youngins to where Terry Rozier is one of the veterans on this roster. And there's a lot of positive trajectories here. So I'm really excited to see how all of this plays out and some news that's just coming in today before we even get to the games, um, the game against the Cleveland Cavaliers later on tonight, PJ Washington and miles bridges both have their options picked up by the team, which is certainly a no brainer. And you're really looking at these two guys as potentially being pillars of the organization down the road. And I'm interested in in PJ Washington, 
if he can play better, certainly a lot better than what he did this preseason, how does LaMelo Ball look? How does Gordon Hayward look with his injury that he suffered in the preseason? Not if I had to pin it down to one, or maybe I'll give you the leeway to give me two questions. The two things that you're going to be paying attention to uh, to most tonight, what are the two things you are paying attention to most against the Cleveland Cavaliers? What's the rotation going to be? I, I think the first one is obviously the first, what's going the rotation going to be and how big is the rotation going to be? Because if we're talking about an eight-man rotation, then that's a dramatic cut from what we've seen thus far in the, in the preseason. So if it's going to be just seven or eight guys, who are those seven or eight guys that you know you can absolutely count on being in that rotation? But after that, what's the rotate? Who, who are the guys on the outside? Because we've talked about it a lot. It could be on one on a night to night basis. The decision between a Malik Monk and a Caleb Martin. Those are the kind of things that I really do believe in at this point. That's the first thing. What's the rotation going to be? And the second thing is, how are they going to defend? Because if you listen to this podcast for any stretch, and I want to say any stretch. You know that I've harped on the fact that this team doesn't have enough guys that can stay in front of their men. I do worry that we're going to get to a point that this team's lack of defensive ability is going to cost them games and maybe against better teams. I don't believe the Cleveland Cavaliers are one of those teams that can take advantage of those bad defensive habits. I just hope that it doesn't show up tonight because if it shows up tonight and Cleveland puts, I don't know, 120, 130 on this team. Um, we got Houston, uh, not to say like anything about James Harden or anything, but Houston. Yeah, for sure. Um, I I think that makes a lot of sense, you know, and again, keep your eye out by the way, for a 704 podcast from Julian council. I appeared with him and he's going to release that at some point. So, um, we talked about this, not because of James Borrego's comments leading into the season, how he's going to go with a 10, a 10 man rotation at the beginning. And then he's going to dwindle it down to about nine or eight. Yes. So who's the guy on the outs when you're t- when you're discussing all of the f- the feasible players that could get some run? And so we kind of did this. I'll do it here too. You talk about the starting five; they're easy to name: Terry Devonte, Gordon Hayward, PJ Washington, Cody yeah. Zeller. They're all going to get run. And then you talk about the guys immediately off the bench: Miles Bridges, who said today that he has no problem coming off of the bench. I thought that was cool, and I. Yeah, and yeah, like he started basically every single game last year, and Miles is saying he doesn't mind. He likes playing with LaMelo Ball, which of course he does. And by the way, there's another name, so we're to seven at that point. The names that become really interesting, you're discussing a Malik Monk, a Cody Martin, a Jalen McDaniels, a Kayla Martin, and I guess a Bismack Biombo. I, I don't know what they plan on doing with Bismack, but if you're talking about, I guess, three of those guys, then, you know, to me, not a, I think Kayla Martin is the guy on the outs right now. I, I just, I, I, yeah, Caleb, it makes too much sense. And then if I you're agree. talking about the other players, you know, I wonder how much they value Bismack on the court, even, you know, he, he got some, some playing time in the preseason. So maybe we'll see Bismack. I'm just, I guess I'm just more interested in the McDaniels, Cody Martin, Malik Monk, how many minutes those guys get. And I I think, man, you know, it it becomes interesting at that point. I I don't know. I mean, not a, I I think if you were to force me, who is the guy on the way out? 
defensively, Cody Martin makes sense. And if he got the start against, uh, if he got the start against the Orlando magic, because Gordon Hayward was out, then that certainly makes a lot of sense. I think at the beginning of all of this, it's Malik Monk that is going to try to get his conditioning back. How well does he play in those minutes when he's getting his conditioning back to warrant more playing time to get somebody else out there? Yeah. Yeah. I, it, and then that's the thing. Like this is going to be, this is the cool part because as we've talked about, or at least there's that quote out there from Borrego talking about that this team, like no one, he doesn't really, he's not going to know this team for at least two or three months. So the best part of what he, like honestly, the thing that's going to be the interesting part is how are these combinations going to work? Can he get enough defense and still score enough points to be a threat? That's going to be one of the biggest things. That, that's Solving that riddle with this amount of, with this Hornets team is going to be the key to whether they compete for a 10 slot or they don't. That's literally the question. And to answer your question, I think, I kind of disagree. I think it's going to be Cody Martin for right now just because I trust, I think that he trusts the defense and I think he recognizes there aren't enough good defensive bodies out there. You're saying Cody Martin is the guy that, is I was talking about guys on the way out. I don't think Cody's going to be on the way out. I don't. I don't th- oh no 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 no. I don't think Cody. I think it's Malik now. Yeah. But I think like. I, but also, I do believe that that changes in yeah, two weeks. I, I agree. It like that's where it, I'm if at if that. he really is hell bent, James Borrego, on trying to dwindle this thing down to you know nine or eight. I mean, yeah, it's going to be fascinating to see. All right, let's talk about Bet Online AG. Are we ready for some football, college football heads into bowl season? And there are some big matchups this weekend. NFL regular season is also finishing up with the playoff picture becoming cle- uh, becoming clear. And there's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust. That's Bet Online AG. Sign up today for a free account at Bet Online AG and use that promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. There are plenty of NFL games of the week, college football football top games, uh, current headlines and sports that you can also kind of check out what the big game is this weekend. You can go ahead and bet on that big game um, really anytime with bet online AG. And you can visit our good friends and exclusive partner on Twitter at bet online underscore AG to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use promo code locked on for your sign up bonus hashtag bet online. When does LaMelo Ball become a starter with this roster? We'll talk about that next on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. This is Locked on Hornets. I love leftovers, by the way. Huge leftover guy. Oh, man. Dinner dinner for lunch. I love that. Leftover dinner. Swing it into a lunch. Maybe even to a breakfast if you're feeling goosey. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. The holidays are about giving, so I'm giving you a hot tip that could earn you some extra cash. The new Locked on Bets podcast is hosted by Lee Sterling of ParamountSports.com. Lee is a red as red hot star. Lee is red hot to start the season. I'm not red hot doing this read, but Lee is red hot to start the season. And he shares uh, a lock of the day on every episode. Subscribe to Locked On Bets today, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, Nada is also, by the way, I want to mention doing this in Washington, D.C., where he is currently with his girlfriends, I think family, and there is a kid or a couple of kids that you're having to deal with, Nada, and you already had to shoot one of them out. This is a very different environment. This is a very different environment. I am I'm playing a road game, 
and there are not many road games that I do play when, when it comes to the holidays. This is very new. <laughs> like, this is very, very, very new for me. And it's kind of cool at the same time. But literally, this is going to be guerrilla recording. Like, we're doing this. We're doing this live. Like, cue, Bill, cue that Bill O'Reilly cut. Minus the cursing, obviously, because there's, there's kids around. <laughs> so, That's right. <laughs> so, like, we're doing this live. We're doing this now. Mm-hmm. And by the time you guys hear about this, y'all probably fill my Twitter mentions with why you in D.C., this, that, and the third. And I'm just going to tell y'all to mind your own. Mind your business. <laughs> um, so here we have uh, a question that I wanted to get to, I believe, yesterday. For a couple of days. Yeah, too, yeah. I, I, I'm interested in... LaMelo Ball's role as we continue on this season, Nada, because clearly mm-hmm. the third overall pick is going to be a starter and closer as his career goes on. I'm interested in how soon that is because Rick Bennell wrote an article on, or, a, or a piece in the Charlotte Observer about LaMelo. He would expect LaMelo to play 25 minutes a night, and I think that's a good number to go with. It's And I know starting lineups, we get to this, right? Starting lineups, they're overrated. It's all about who's closing and, and end-of-game situations when it really matters. But I think people care about starting lineups, so let's talk about them. And I think it, usually you are discussing a lot of the, the best players are getting the first minutes of action. It's not always like yeah. that, right? You go to Lou Williams, you go to the sixth man of the year. Like, I get all of that. But most of the time, you're talking about your best starters as the top five guys that start each of these games. And I'm interested in how long it takes to get to LaMelo, because if you're going to expect him to play a lot of minutes, um, do you get to that point at all this season where it's not because of injury? It's it's because LaMelo has earned it or it's just time for James Borrego to go that way. Does LaMelo ball start this season over a Terry Rozier or Devontae Graham? I don't think he starts over them. Like, I feel like this answer, quite honestly, is you, if you're a fan of the team, and I have to stress this, if you are a fan of the team, you're rooting for LaMelo Ball to come off the off the pine, come off the oak for this for this season while he gets used to the league. He can start next season. But if you're talking about being competitive, wanting one of those play-in spots, you don't want LaMelo to start. You don't want him to get that kind of on-job, on-the-job training and take a whole bunch of knocks that might ruin his confidence. Me personally, I would prefer if he doesn't start at all. I Again, if but if you're going to push me to it, let me find out when they're like eliminated from playoff contention. Then, yeah. uh, Until then, I do not believe that they're going to start him. As long as they can be competitive, they have a, and this is something that Miles Bridges mentioned today. Like they're pushing for a playoff spot in that locker room. They want to be competitive. I don't think you can legitimately start LaMelo without sending a red flag to the rest of that locker room that, hey, we're not going to be competitive at all this year. I don't think you can do that to Miles Bridges, to P.J. Washington, a whole bunch of other guys that want to be competitive this year. I don't think it happens until they literally cannot compete for a play. I I continue to be fascinated by what's going to happen in the backcourt because you've got Terry Rozier, who looked great in the preseason and looked pretty good offensively, certainly last year in the second half of the season. We know what it is with Devante, who's trying to play for a big boy extension. And then you have LaMelo, who's your third overall pick, who you're hoping to God you didn't miss on and is going to is going to become a pillar of the franchise. What what happens with LaMelo as this season goes on? I, I agree with you, Nada. I don't think LaMelo 
ever gets to a point where he starts this season. I think it's someone that comes off of the bench and still plays a lot of minutes. And we'll see about these closing lineups and how frequently James Morego wants to go to LaMelo and, and in, in winning times, yes. LaMelo ball is actually out there, you know, running the one uh, I I'm interested to see how long that takes. And if that that's something that happens frequently, but when we're talking about starting, it's going to be Terry and it's going to be Devonte Graham because these players do care about yes. that. I, I mean, I get if, if and unless you become just a stone cold assassin off of the bench, like Lou Williams, then you care about starting. You, I, that's just how it is with a lot of different players. And, and look, I don't want to, I, I guess I'm making a, a general s- statement over, uh, you know, or putting a blanket statement over everybody. Like I believe miles bridges when he says he doesn't care. Yeah. Right. I mean, I believe him if you that. give any yeah. of the, yeah, I, I do. And so I, I understand the, that point for some of these players, but I think a lot of them certainly want to be recognized as a top five player on the roster. A way a lot of people measure that is by who is starting basketball games. And so, uh, you know, it certainly Terry Rozier was someone that was still playing and had to adapt to a different role, but it clearly bothered him and he admitted as yeah, such exactly. in the exit day interview. So I, I just think I'm with you on that. Nada. I think LaMelo is someone that continues to come off of the bench and I think it's good for that team. And I think LaMelo is a guy that doesn't care certainly as a rookie to come off of the bench and it's just better for him to play uh, against worse players at for least right in the first yeah. half, right? Right. Like, like at least in the first quarter, whenever he gets his minutes off of the bench, second quarter, whatever playing against worse players is going to help a rookie make that transition into the NBA with such a truncated off season and season. I, I, I I'm with you. I, I I'm just interested in, in all of the minutes, how they're divvied up, but man, LaMelo to me, I'm, I, I think Terry and, and Devante are going to continue to start all year. Yeah, long. It, the thing is I don't want him given a starting spot either. Like, if he earns this, if he – and the thing is, when he earns it, it'll be that much more important because these guys are not slouches. These guys aren't got – again, we have one guy that was MI, that almost, that should have been, like, either the finalist or semifinals for MIP, and the other guy is probably one of the most underrated, like, small guards in six men in, in the league when, when he's in his proper spot. So if he earns this and shows that he can be a star and he starts – I don't know, 20, 30, 40 games into the season. It's a lot more special this way if he actually earns this. And I'm not saying that he's not going to earn it, but I don't want it handed to him because I don't think he'll get the respect he deserves in that locker room if he doesn't do anything but earn it. And at this point, like, I just want to, I want to pump the brakes on the LaMelo train a little bit, even though we're kind of driving it. <laughs> yes. You, like, you, you want to get out of it now? I, no, 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 no. I'm not want to get it, get out of it, but I'm just saying like that curve is, he, is like literally right up ahead. Mm-hmm. Can we slow the train down so we don't derail the whole thing? <laughs> I just want to I, like, quite honestly, that's all I want from this is like, we see how special the kid is. We see how gifted he is. Let's slow it down. Let's ingratiate him into regular season basketball because he still hasn't played a regular season basketball game. And if he's great in the first 20 games to where he starts, yo, I'm here for it. But for right now, let's slow this down and let's let's enjoy the ride with this. OK, because that way we can say we were here when we. <laughs> All right, let's go to special. one more segment here on the Lockdown, uh, Lockdown Hornets podcast. But first, I want to talk to you about Built Go. It's a healthy replacement for your energy drink, but the energy is not fake. It's lasting and 
it's natural. Whether it's a mental or a physical wall, you can break through it with Built Go every day. It comes in easy to take one and a half ounce packages and it has three delicious flavors in peanut butter honey, chocolate coconut, and chocolate mint. Built Go combines energy gel with collagen protein and collagen promotes joint, soft tissue, and hair and skin health. The stuff literally makes you look better. So go to BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. One more segment. We'll talk about the NBA season debut between the Warriors Nets and the Battle of LA last night. That's coming up next on LOH. This is Locked on Hornets. But what he showed in Summer League, comma, a Euro step into a windmill during a game, end of comma, oh, could yeah. put him on the radar of a radar, excuse <laughs> a radar. Me, of all NBA. Yeah, on the radar. On the radar of <laughs> all NBA fans as a nightly highlight producer. Yeah, you're Charlotte, you're Charlotte coming out there. Yeah, I'm from come from uh, Catawba County. Put so, him on the radar. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. All right, Nada, we did get some basketball already. It wasn't from the Charlotte Hornets, but we did get some basketball uh, last night between a couple of the teams that I just teased heading out of the second break. And uh, perhaps you want to play some locked on fan. Perhaps you want to play fantasy basketball. And one way you can do that to decide if what you saw from KD and Kyrie Irving is real, whether Karis LeVert is someone that you think you should go after in your uh, as the season continues on. You can listen to locked on fantasy basketball. And when you need fantasy basketball advice, it's important that you have a reliable source. So that's where Josh Lloyd comes into play. He's host of locked on fantasy basketball. Um, He comes into play more than any other fantasy basketball basketball podcast subscribe to the number one fantasy basketball podcast locked on fantasy basketball wherever you get your pods what did you make of the basketball last night nada when you were watching when i finally got to um watch the basketball i I came away with a couple of things one i understand why the hornets were infatuated with james wiseman he looked pretty decently he stood out but at the same time i think his learning curve is going to be a little bit higher than LaMelo Ball's going into the the league, and that kind of matters. So I'm kind of glad things went the way they did. The other thing is um, the Nets are going to put 150 on people. Easy. They may give up 130. Man, that offense is good, man. And and Karras coming off of the bench, I mean, I know it went a great efficiency standpoint from him last night, but my God, offensively, they're going to be good. Here's the crazy part to that whole thing. I am one of those that thought, hey, maybe we'll catch the Nets when they don't care and they won't score as much. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Nope, no. that's not going to happen. Um, the Brooklyn Nets really did look good. KD looked you know, very good in his, um, I believe he got, what was it, 22? I know he got 22 points, but he looked really good in the minutes that he played. Yeah. Kyrie Irving also looked fantastic. I really like what we got from Karis LeVert coming off of the bench. And then you go to the Battle of LA, nada. The Clippers get a win. They beat the title favorites in the LA Lakers. They had a 20-point lead. They squandered that, but they were able to hold on so they can avoid the jokes. And Paul George can avoid the jokes after his performance looked really good. What did you make of the Battle of L.A.? LeBron James, Anthony Davis versus Kawhi and Paul George. Uh, Kawhi, again, the Lakers look like they know that LeBron is about to take a two-month break <laughs> after Christmas. They look like it. They look like it. And the other thing that was interesting was um, old friend Nick Batum actually looked 
Oh, of like course. An NBA player, like a bunch of us, a, a bunch of us were afraid that he was going. He bars D out us guys. Oh no! He don't say D that. Us. That's gonna be that's gonna be tough for us to swallow. But yeah, he might have done, and that's kind of something that we expected, right? Like he can be a useful yes. basketball player, and I think honestly, a lot of Hornets fans kind of acknowledged that. It's just that there was really no hope here, and man, you just got tired of him on offense, kind of not doing a whole lot and, and standing off in the corner, not doing a ton to help the team or help himself in a lot of different areas yeah no that, that was kind of annoying to see that and watching that go down that was kind of bad but we it, it, you just knew the minute he wasn't going to be the first option the first the second option or the third he could literally sit in that pocket of being 3.5 to 4 and basically doing his little passes and trying passes and not having to basically force stuff yeah you knew it was gonna work I'm just like I'm not necessarily mad, but it's one of those things like you could see it coming and there's all right. That wraps up this edition of locked on Hornets. Thanks again to built bar for supporting the show. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of locked on NBA Hollinger and Duncan rejecting the screen, really any show on the locked on podcast network. We'll recap the game. Um, we're going to give you, we're going to try to give you a show tomorrow. I don't know if it's going to be me, Nada, and Doug Branson making an appearance for the first time in a long time. I'm not oh, sure wow. how that's all going to happen, but we are going to give you one more show this week and then we'll take a break. Be back with you next week. That's what you can expect going forward on the lockdown Hornets podcast. Have a great time watching the Hornets game. We'll be back to recap it in one way or another.